guys welcome back to another episode of oh you thought you were grown we have part two of oh baby please enjoy don't forget to like comment and share thanks so much my mama was there my mom had four kids so she helped me on the what she, i've had some robes underwear change of clothes and a baby of clothes outfit to go on me Noah had his own bag with wipes and diapers and I had two bags. I had a bag for myself and a bag for Noah. He had like three, three or four. I did that, but that was in the car. We didn't bring that upstairs. We left that bag in the car only because it was me and my mama. So I bought my bag and she bought her bag. But you know what I did? I bought my pre-pregnancy clothes as a change of clothes. First I did that, but I don't think I brought clothes to go home, and I think my mom had to bring me clothes. That, that's one thing that I just didn't think of wearing. Yeah, I had, had a to-go outfit and everything. Let me tell you, I thought that I would push out this baby and I would go back to my... <laughs> I really thought that. I would be like, push out the baby and... Mm. But nobody tells you that I was swollen after I had the baby. So, like, I had him... I went in, I pushed Mr. out at two fifteen, like I was at two fifteen. But I had swollen up because blood pressure after I had him and got the epidural in my back, it made my blood pressure rise up. So my body swole up from my head to my feet. I remember you being so swollen. Like oh I remember gosh. you have to you and um what's your mom boyfriend? Cool. Yes. Going into the store, you having a breakdown in the store. Oh my God, I broke down. They don't tell you about the hormones after you had the baby. Did you have a breakdown like that? Like, did you think your hormones like just overtake you? Um, I think I remember it after giving birth, but before, like maybe the day before, I had a breakdown. Oh my God, I'm giving birth to a black son. Oh my God, they're going to shoot him. Oh, you were worried like, like that? You thought of that? I thought about that. Not oh me, my I God, I'm like, gang bang girl. This sucker out of me. I told the hospital, I was like, because I went into labor Friday. Our contractions were three minutes apart and they were strong. I was like, I can handle this. Let's go. I was thinking, I didn't want to open the door. I wanted to push it out because I felt like, I in my mind, I thought I would push the baby out. And you know how when you've been holding, like constipated for a while, like go and you feel like lighter and you just feel like, oh, you just feel relieved. I Is that what you're expecting? I was expecting. And Jesus, I didn't get it. And I was mad. I'm not going to lie to you. I was mad. I didn't want to hold my baby. I was so mad. I was in so much pain because why were you in pain afterwards? I was in so much fucking pain after I pushed him out. The epidural wore off. I was so I went to the hospital Friday and they said, Hey, you're not dilated enough. Your contractions are strong, but you're not dilated enough. We're not gonna keep you. Go home. They gave me a little, they gave me an ambient. It knocked me out. I didn't even remember. I don't remember getting home. I slept. I woke up to contraction. Mama, this is it. I got to get this baby out of me. We went back to the hospital. They said, hey, you're two inches dilated. Go home. When you're, when you're five inches, come back to us. 
And didn't you live far from the hospital? Well, fucking far because I had moved in with my mom. The high, and I woke up and I, the contractions were so strong. I ended up getting in the shower, in the tub. My mom had like one of those brown tubs you could sit in. Mm-hmm. And I got in that. And I think that's when my water broke. But I didn't know because I was in the water. My pupil had broke earlier. The, not the pupil. What's the stuff the called? The mucus. Mucus plug had came out that Saturday earlier that Saturday so by Saturday night Mm -hmm. Sunday morning I'm in the tub and I'm like mom we gotta go they gotta keep me this time because I can't take it I can't sleep they only gave me Ambien one night so I hadn't been asleep since Friday night so I've been Saturday Sunday I'm up so we go back to the hospital they were like you're only three centimeters this is the fourth time you're going and I'm like I'm not going home I'm going to have to call the police to send me home. <laughs> the police are going to have to send me home. I'm not going home. I don't know what you're going to do because you're going to have to do something. I and I remember home. calling you, kept calling. Chrissy, you okay? Chrissy, <laughs> is the baby here yet? <laughs> oh, they want to keep me home. I was so aggravated, so agitated. So they give me an epidural Sunday. Oh, they give me Sunday morning, right? They give me the epidural. It's like 10 o'clock. I don't have mystery till Monday, 5.30. But I don't... PM? PM. 5 a.m. PM. The epidural has... a long labor. Oh, my God. I was in so much pain. I was exhausted. I was tired. When it says, like, running a marathon, it really is. I was so tired. And then my doctor, I'm like, where is she? I want to push this baby out now. Where is she? She, because she has different practice. My doctor was a bad woman. Like, she's an AKA. She's a little short thing. She came and delivered my baby in high heels. <laughs> like, but I was going off. I was like, the nurse was so, they were prepping me. They was like, push, and we'll see how far the baby comes. And they kept saying, push, like you're taking them poo. Ma'am, I've never shit it laying down. I don't know <laughs> what that is like. I don't know what you're asking me to do. And I can tell that the woman never had kids. So I was like, listen, you got to go because I don't know what you're saying to me. Like, you ain't know. I could tell you don't have no kids. You telling me some textbook shit that don't make no sense. Nobody has shit it laying down. So I don't know how to do that. So the, the another nurse came in. Um, she came in. She was like, just push as hard as you can push. So we did this. She was like, it's good, but you're not pushing. And the baby's not low enough for delivery. I'm going to call your doctor. She was in route. I just remember the time. I was just like, can I get some more epidural? Like, because I'm in pain. Mm-hmm. And they were like, no, we don't want you numb. So you don't know when to push. So the doctor told I couldn't get no more pain medicine. So I was going off because I'm like, I can feel everything. Because when you have an epidural, you're not supposed to be able to get off the table. You, you're supposed to be so numb that your body feels like dead weight. Mm-hmm. But I was literally like, I'm getting up off the table. Like, off this table, y'all. I feel everything. I can feel the heart moments on my stomach. You know that. It was irritating because I was in so much pain. It was irritating me. Like, 
the baby was there and it was like rubbing against my skin. It was horrible. I was in so much pain. And then I just remember Dr. Pana gets there and we pushed. I pushed him out within 15 minutes. It was, it took 15, all 15 minutes, like four pushes. I needed the help at the end because I was so tired. I couldn't push no more. I was like, I'm exhausted. I just want to go to sleep. So they had to get the steps and pull him out the rest of the way. And, miss, and besides that, Mr. was born up. His his eyes were open. His head was up. And normally babies are supposed to be face down when they pull him yeah. out. But he was up. So it was like a fucking murder scene in there. So he ended up ripping me. I don't know what they call it. They have a medical term for that when they rip you. It was horrible. But then, but not only that, because he had his own, because he was born face up, they had already called a whole other medical team in there just for him. So imagine me like pushing him out. He gets out. Doctors come in, grab him, and they pull him over there and they're working on him and they still need to pull out my placenta. And then the other thing is, I didn't know they had to push that shit out afterwards. You push out the placenta too? not know that so i feel like to me like when you see these people have births or you know you think they push this baby out they lay on top and you're done yeah on tv that's all they show but the placenta has to come out so they're pushing on your stomach push push pushing on your stomach push push pushing on your stomach until the placenta comes out and i never got my release so it doesn't come out with the baby like I don't know if it normally comes out with a baby. It never came out with a baby after me. I don't know what Chris said. Everything was so fast. I don't know. Like some people, I see some people keep their placenta. So I'm trying to figure out like how they keep the placenta of the baby for a couple days. But so they do because they, they actually, you have actually signed. You didn't sign your placenta over to the hospital? I signed a lot of things. I don't know <laughs> what I signed. You, and listen, I have a problem with that. They went into your fucking labor to be like, sign this, sign this, sign this, sign this. I don't care what I'm signing. I can give you my whole child. I don't know what I'm signing. I need this baby out of me. Like, that should be part of the registration part of the hospital, you know? And that's crazy because, you know, sometimes you are signing that baby away. Like, I know people, foreign people that come to America to have their kids so their kids can have a birth certificate, like American birth certificate. Uh So say you take this baby and you have a baby and then you move to let's say dr back to dr back to mm-hmm. haiti when you're signing all the paperwork like if you're from a foreign country you come here to have a baby to basically give your kids citizenship a lot of people that are from dominican republic um haiti they'll come over while they're pregnant so their kids can be born here when you're signing these papers away they let you know if you're not a citizen here that if you don't pay for your delivery, they can come get your kid. Oh no. That child is a property of the state. So a a friend of mine had their baby. um, They're from, where were they from? They weren't Haitian. Bahamas. They had their kids. They came here, had their kid and went back home. Didn't pay the bill. They sent them a letter saying, if you do not return back or start making payments, we're going to come collect the baby. From the Bahamas? From the Bahamas. They're not American. You're going to be fucked up. You're going to have to come see me. So I can ima- only imagine. 
I can't. I don't, I don't think they could do too much with that. And she's sipping the rest of her. Um, it's gone. It's done. I told y'all people, I'm drunk. It is what it is. <laughs> so finish the rest of your story. Your oh, yeah. So um, what had happened was after that. So they went and they took care of Mr. And they pushed out the placenta. And I'm like, what the is going on? What's going on? Is he okay? Is he okay? Because they don't tell you nothing. They just move it. Oh, this is, I did when they say this too. Because my mama had a C-section. So she never felt like labor pains or anything like this. And I'm her daughter. I'm her youngest daughter. She's over there like trying to cuddle me like, oh, you okay? You're doing a great job while I'm pushing. And I'm not like, I don't get motivated like that. Because I needed to push this baby out. I was getting tired. And I was like, please move her. She was so hurt. <laughs> she was so hurt. The doctors had to be like, it's not you, mama. She's a different person right now. She's trying to get this baby out. <laughs> I don't know what I did. That. She kept saying, I don't know what I did. I'm like, I need somebody who's going to talk like talk and talk to me. So they had this like old black lady. She, she wasn't even that old, but this black nurse. And she was like, come on, you ain't the first person to have a baby. Come on, get this baby out. Let's go. <laughs> and I... <laughs> Push the baby out. I need that like tough love. Like, get talk to me and love rock. <laughs> and I pushed him out. And um, I just remember a murder scene. Like, it looked like a murder scene. And there was so much blood. But they did tell me that my blood pressure has spiked. There was so many things they didn't tell me. Um, that after the fact that I, I, I had to deal with, like, <clears throat> my blood pressure had spiked giving birth to him. And it was because of the epidural. But they didn't tell me that. That's why she didn't want to give me more epidural. Mm-hmm. Because of my blood pressure had risen. And um, Mr. has born because he rids me so well. From the root to the that's all I remember. I remember my friend Rhonda coming, the same one who told me I was pregnant. She came up there after work. That's how I knew I delivered him at 5 30. Because it was like, I was like, I would be getting off of work right now. <laughs> she came up and I was so like out of it. I was just like, he ripped me to my asshole. <laughs> just kept saying that, like, he ripped my asshole. And my mom was like, hold him. I'm like, no, he ripped my asshole. <laughs> Oh, no. I don't want to hold him. My poor asshole didn't do nothing to him. <laughs> because when they turned him, because he was faced up, they had to turn him down them shoulders, baby. Oh, man. So I never got my life. Would <sighs> she back the same? Huh? They so told me never got your- like, like my, my woosa, like, that I thought that I would get, like, I thought it would be just like, oh, I was going to suck back in and go back to my normal weight, but that did not happen. And then when I got out of the hospital, I had that breakdown. It's when the reality hit me like, oh, I'm really a mama. I really am responsible for this baby. It's really me and this baby in this world. Me and my and then I looked so crazy because it was cold. I had my baby in February. It was cold up here. I didn't have no winter clothes. I had to wear my clothes that I went into the hospital out. They were dirty. <laughs> it was so dirty. It was so 
30. I had my mama, you know, my mama loves leopard. I had my mama leopard jacket on. <laughs> my dress was like black and white in stripes. I was licking a mess. I looked like a fiend. And they gave me like Percocet, but they gave me like a high number, like, you know, a street, like a street drug person would love the number of Percocets that they prescribed to me. And then I went to the pharmacy and it was like, no, we cannot, we don't feel this like this. You have to get this feel somewhere else. And I had a break. And I was like, I just had a baby with you. <laughs> and my leopard. They, oh. feel, they probably thought you was a crackhead friend. They probably know you had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was looking like a fiend. Cool had to come and scoop me up and burn me out. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Coop, I remember that. I remember that. So bad. I'm like, I don't even like. I changed my pharmacy after that because it was so bad. I don't even, I don't even feel stuff at CBS anymore. So bad. Oh my god, it was so bad. But yeah, I thought that. Everything I thought about going into being a mama was so wrong. Like, I had all these plans, like, oh, I'm never going to be that mama in the store with the yelling kids. First of all, I'm not even going to bring my kids in the store. I'm going to drop them off to his grandma if I got to go to the store. Psych. Them grandmas don't be grandmamas no more. <laughs> Big mama is gone. Like, I kids would never have, like, them old school grandmamas who cook. Come home to cook food. Girl. They still, like, our grandmas are young. Their grandmas is young and living their life, baby. Living their life. And what I mean, <laughs> continue living their life. They ain't got time for like, these great right. My mother, she's very good, though. No, she's super hands-on with Noel. But, like, I remember um, after my daughter saying, I'll be over in an hour to, you know, do your delivery. I'm like, what? So they start prepping me. They're giving medication so they can if there's any food in my stomach, it can come up because if you're laying down, they're operating you, they're tugging, they don't want you to choke on that food that's inside oh, you. So I tell you not to eat. So I took the medication. Now I just like took, I feel like I inhaled it. I didn't much remember taking it the whole way. I just remember everything coming back up. And Lisa, I thought you didn't eat nothing. So I had a nurse. Oh my God, I would never get a nurse. She was so mean. I said, I don't want her. Where's the other nurse? She is mean. Because you had already been familiar with the staff. With the staff from the car accident. And it was like, I know, but she's an in-charge nurse. We can't, you know, we can't step over her toes. But hi, Deb. Good luck. We can't wait to see the baby. I'm like, like no, bitches. Come save me from this crazy lady. Because <laughs> yeah, she was can, so mean. You can tell and, that she don't want her. I kicked that nurse out. I sure did. So they was like, oh, we have a student here. We're going to help you. You know, she's going to do your dry, your IV. I said, okay, no problem. How are you? We're talking to her. And she started to stick me. And she stuck me again. I said, oh, no, honey. You have one time. Right. I'm not a pin cushion. Next, get her out of here. Yeah, she got to watch somebody and, now. Um, give me a second. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Um, I locked my door. They still open my door. So I was like, I don't want her. 
I hate her. She's so mean. Well, you say you didn't eat and you're throwing up a lot of food. I'm going to give you some more medication. I'll be back in three minutes. And I'm like, more medication? Wait, because you're cheese and rice? Bro, I had cheese, rice, cereal. All that had to come up. And it breaks and down so little in your stomach. Like, yeah. I didn't even see that. Shave. She had to... She had to hold your belly. So I'm over here holding this big ass belly up and she's shaving me and getting ready for surgery. And I'm like, mommy, I'm like, mommy and Creole, I'm like, I was like, I don't know what to say to you. Noah's coming. She's so excited. And Noah's coming. I'm like, I don't like the nurse. Oh. And she's shaving me. She's so rough. Like she was even shaving me rough. She was like, <laughs> they didn't give you, what's the name? What, Nair? Like, they did that to me. They had to shave me for my C-section. Not my C-section. What's the thing I got? The tubulation. They did that, but I was out of that before that happened. No, she shaved me and um, she told my mother to get ready for my a, a gown. Um, did they give you that stuff that make you like clean your skin with it? Yeah, so she shaved me first, then she cleaned my skin mm-hmm. with that red stuff. And um, my mom was in the room with me because me and Sebastian weren't together. He wasn't even in the state when I think Noah was born. And so I remember getting prepped and going. And I, my dad was like, <laughs> he comes in. He's like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm, I said, I'm okay. He's like, I said, I'm nervous. I like this nurse. Like, she's the best nurse. I know she's rough. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like her. Like, yeah, but those are the nurses that you want because they know they shit. She was old and mean, okay? Old and mean. She, she ain't gonna let nothing happen. So they're pushing me. They're pushing me in the room to the have OR. a baby. To, to OR. They said, okay, mom, grandma, sit out here. We'll be back for you. Give us a second. And when they get me in the ER and they said, okay, we're gonna give you, um, we're gonna put you, we're gonna numb you like the epidural basically. But it's like a, not an epidural, something else they give you that basically numbs you from the bottom down. Do they put it in your back? They put it in my back. And whoever did it, she couldn't find the spot. They they stuck me three times. What? And but prior to them sticking me, I started to cry. Like it was coming to reality. I'm about to be wrong. No way. They stuck you three times. Three times. She could not get me down. So the nurse, that mean nurse, she came and she said, "Come here. I'm gonna pray for you." She hugged me and prayed for me. And then you didn't like her. Thank you. I had that ugly tear because I was like, I'm about to be a mom. Like, this is really about to happen. It's like, it's going to be okay. And so they were sticking me. They stuck me three times. By the third time, I said, okay, it's working now. Y'all can lay me down. So it was like a needle. It wasn't like the epidural because the epidural is like a cord they put in and it flows through your body. Well, this is it. it it's a needle, but it flows through your body. Like, it, it gives you, it's like it doesn't stop. Because you have to be numb from the bottom down because I'm about to cut you open. Yeah. Mm. So you are like numb, numb. Yeah, they put, I guess they do. They put the needle and they put it through an IV. So was an IV hooked to your back too? Yes. And I had an anesthesiologist there. Yeah. That's who do it, who administrated it on the anesthesiologist. But it wasn't the same person that like made sure I was down. It was a guy. I mean, there was a lady that did mine and it was a guy that finished it. And, um, all I can remember is I'm getting ready for the surgery and I, I feel like I couldn't breathe. I'm like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I kept saying, mom, I can't breathe. Like if you watch the oh, video, I'm going to sleep. 
you was that it was numbing you. That's when you was like coming down. I don't think so. I felt I really felt I could not breathe. Like, but it's like, like when you do drugs, when you start getting high, you start going like your chest start getting heavier. You know that don't happen to you when you do drugs. I don't do drugs. I don't do the kind of drugs that gonna make my stuff my chest feel heavy. I don't know how. Yeah, that's how it happened. Like even when I take like if you take a Parkinson, they don't make you like calm down and make you breathe heavy and it feels like somebody laying on your chest. Is that what you feel like? Like somebody was laying on your chest, like. I felt I couldn't breathe out of my nose. Like oh. They had the nose things in my nose. It was cold, but I wasn't able to breathe. And I kept telling I couldn't breathe. Mom's like, sir, she can't breathe. And then he's like, ma'am, you cannot be recording. Mom was like, okay. Still recording everything. Okay. And now I can hear is that I couldn't <laughs> breathe. And then you see them tugging my body because they're taking Noah out. And I can remember him not crying but the doctor, I swear he does this. He gives all the kids dimples. It's a Haitian thing. And just trust me, Lawrence, Tracy, they all have dimples and Noah have deep dimples. When the baby comes out, you and it gives the baby's dimples. That's what it's it's a it's a myth. So he does it and Noah came out with dimples. But it was like, I was like, oh my God. When I woke up from recovery, I remember being so high. Like I was like, I gave birth. Debbie was. I was calling so everybody. I talked to Debbie. Debbie, why I was going this way, why I was going that way. I was like, so I guess I'm gonna talk to you later. <laughs> Listen, my job at the time didn't know I was pregnant. I mean, they knew I was pregnant, but they know I was giving birth. I didn't want nobody to know when I was giving birth. I was very uh-huh. like secretive, and mm-hmm. I don't think people were like that. They don't want you. Yeah, because yeah, Debbie secretive. was like. People will like put roots for your baby or like not really roots, but not really roots, but like wishing, not wishing for a well delivery. Yeah. So um I told um my best friend, well, Noah's godmother that I was giving birth by like, please don't tell nobody. I don't want nobody knowing. But I called anyways. I called my dad. I was like, guess what, guys? Also drunk, also high. I just gave birth. I had a boy, I had a baby. Like, Debbie, you're pregnant. Yeah, I know. I had the baby. Okay, Deb. And I remember calling my ex-husband. I'm saying, Jason, happy anniversary. <laughs> He's like, happy anniversary. He's like, why? He's like, I, said, I just gave birth. He said, no, you didn't. He was so mad. I said, yes, I gave birth to a baby on our anniversary. He's like, you're lying. I said, I'm, I'm not lying. I'm going to send you a picture. Why would I lie? I was so gone. I sent him a picture of Noah. And, <sighs> and then after I remember falling asleep, then waking up again, they gave me Noah. They put him on my breast. And I'm like, this is my baby. He's so beautiful. He was gorgeous. He still is. This is my baby. And I then, didn't feel like that by Mr. I was like, who he look like? Falling asleep, feeding him. I was like, somebody get him, he's gonna fall. Like I was like, but, fall. so he latched immediately. I don't know. Because you were sleeping. <laughs> I was falling asleep. The drugs were taking me down, okay? So then I remember waking up again and I woke up and pee. Um, Chef Joe and Junior was there. And they came like late, like 11 o'clock. They brought cakes, balloons. They let people in the hospital that late. That late. They snuck in. And they brought a girl. I swear to God. He, 
he brought a girl too. I don't know who it was, but he brought a girl. And so um, I was like, whose birthday? Why do we have a cake here? What you mean why we have a cake here? It's Noah's birthday. He needs a birthday cake. <laughs> he cannot eat no damn cake. <laughs> and you probably didn't even want to eat no damn cake. I could Were you eat hungry? Eat huh? Were you hungry? No, I was not hungry. I couldn't even eat nothing. I couldn't hold anything down. Oh, because you still had that medicine in your system. Medicine in my system. Not even the medicine. I think it was the epidural. So I was allergic and to it. Or oh. Whatever it, it was. Your stomach cut open. Sorry. I couldn't keep nothing down for two. They said, you have to eat, mom. Like, they're like, you have to try. It's like, I don't want to try. Like, I can't get anything down. Nothing for, I think, two days I could not eat. Nothing stood down. But then I remember after giving birth, they hit me on some very strong Percocets. And I was like, the next day, the same mean nurse like, well, you want to get up and walk. I was like, I just gave birth. And she's like, you want to get up and walk because I'm taking these meds. I'm like, you got to. And, you know, she was mean to me, but I started to like her because she prayed for me. So, okay, I'm going to do what she said. I'm going to do that. Yeah. The next day, I, took, I took zero Percocets. And let me tell you, I was walking to the hospital, doing X, Y, and Z. And my nurse was like, you know, you just had a baby, right? I said, I know, I know, I got this. I'm feeling okay. I'm great. Mom's like, Deb, I, you know, no cry. I would get up. I was just doing the most the first day. And that night, I woke up to go pee and just passed out. Like just, I remember being on the floor, waking up. I'm like, what happened? It was like, you're doing too much. Your body's telling you to calm down. Like, so, oh, so I take the Percocet again, the medication and walking. And how long, how long were you in the hospital at this point? Uh, I was there for four days. Oh, I was there for three days. Well, I didn't move. They was telling me to walk, but I was, I'm in pain. Fuck y'all. No, that mean lady was not gonna let me just sit there. You need to get up. I was not moving. And then my mama, she was like that, like, you need to move. And then she pressured me to breastfeed. I was in so much pain. And I was like, I just want a bottle for him. Y'all bring me some milk, please. And she was like, don't give my grandbaby no milk. Feed that baby. You got milk right Because I started producing milk before Mr. was born. That um whatever that clear stuff is that come out, that yellow stuff well, started coming. Yeah, yeah. That started coming like a couple of days before he was born. Because I was, you know, doing the nipple stimulation to, <clears throat> to help with the um labor. To open the contraction. Like they were saying that the if you do it help you open dilate more. Like nipple stipulation and organs. I wasn't having sex, but these I would, you know, do that. But milk started, like the clear stuff started. That's the coming. last time me and No Daddy had sex was um the day before Noah gave birth, or maybe the two days before. Mm-hmm. I want to get some money from him. But you sound like a prostitute said. <laughs> I know. But I wanted to get some money for something, something I needed to buy. And then you would have gave him the cuckoo. Yep, we weren't even together. I was like, but I'm I'm here. I might as well get some, huh? You know, Chris and I had the last time we had sex before Mr. was born was really when Mr. was born. Like the Mr. was conceived. The same day? Yeah, we had sex two weeks prior. Because you know he was on the road doing the trucking. Oh. So we had sex, we conceived him, and then he had 
I was through with him, and then he had some stuff. Did you have sex at all? No, I didn't have sex at all. Since like, uh, oh no, not at all. I was punching like a rabbit, like. That's why I thought Noah was gonna be a girl. They say that you're super horny when you're having a girl. Oh my that god, no, no, Gaby, we got it in. Like Gaby, like I didn't even care. I stabbed this. I was like, you can have. We gonna, we gonna have. <laughs> I'm not doing this again because I felt like because we didn't have sex, and I went nine months without sex. It made. The ripping, I, I think it made it so much worse. The delivery, yeah. So I was like, Oh no, I'm not doing that again. When I got pregnant with baby, come here, bring that ass here, boy. I remember having, I remember, um, always like coming over there late, like waking up from my sleep, pouring my oh, I need to get something. I'll go and wake him up and say, Hey. About that time, he was like, yeah, "Oh, I was I gotta go to work in a couple baby. hours." It's okay. I remember once my we had sex, and I felt like he had sex so hard that my water broke. But and I went to the hospital. It was. <laughs> I think it was just too rough. I said, "I think you were too rough," and I'm now leaking. I was freaking out, girl. It was pee. That was the beginning where you can't hold your penis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot about those stages. It ain't never been the same since I had this. I used to be peeing because imagine I was still working in Atlanta and then having to drive an hour to my mama's house when I moved in with her. Every day I would get to the front door of her house and piss on myself. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember that crazy it to the point that i just only wore long dresses so i could just do like this just spread my legs and just let it go because it was so bad started the so i blame myself not being able to hold pee from the rough sex not not noah but i remember being in the hospital waking up i'm like i gotta go i gotta go he's like What's wrong with you? I'm like, I gotta go. And I call Karen. Like, Karen, I'm freaking. I'm like, I think something happened. So I go too rough, and now it's I'm I'm leaking, and it was just pee. Just piss. Hope you didn't try to smell it. Chris, I thought my water broke. Like I was like in pain. So you never got that feeling of that that rupture. No, and I really wanted that feeling. Like. I really wanted to have birth, a regular plain birth. And I think I got that with Chris said. With Chris said, I my water broke that morning. I got up doing the nesting thing. They don't tell you about the nesting stage. Did you nest? I was at nasty stage. No, nesting. Oh, I definitely did nest. Yeah, nesting is when like you start cleaning up, preparing for the baby, straighten up. So which was crazy was because the boys go down to Florida every summer with the, with their grandparents. Mm-hmm. And I was just missing my kids so much. I was like, they need to come home. I'm about to drive my pregnant ass down there when I was pregnant with Chris said, and get them to bring them back. And Chris is like, no, you just need to chill. Relax. They'll be home when they get home. And then Chris said was due on the 31st. <clears throat> And they came home on the thirty on the first. They got home on the first, and I had Chris that 
the second but the that night I went to sleep and I woke up at like four in the morning I'm cleaning the bathroom again the house is already clean I'm recleaning the bathroom I'm looking at the boys and putting their stuff up because they just got home that night so I'm putting their things up and I feel this is when I feel the water burst and it really just feels like you're pissing on yourself so I go to the bathroom I'm like oh there's blood oh this is fun it's happening um and I wouldn't have normally I wouldn't have tripped but because I was at this point, two days past my due date. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, it's happening. And I was so calm. I went and took me a shower. And then I told Chris, he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna opt to stay home with the kids. <laughs> and my mama was there with us too. So I was like, okay, mom, we're going to the hospital. But she don't drive the highway. Again, my hosp- my hospital is in Atlanta. I went to the same hospital. For all three kids? No, Gabby. I had Gabby in Snellville, but I didn't like I didn't like that hospital because my baby had jaundice and they didn't tell me. So they sent us home with him having jaundice and like he wasn't eating. Like after a certain amount of days, like he was like three days old, he stopped eating. He stopped taking the breast milk, he stopped taking the bottle. He wasn't eating and then I freaked out. I went to the doctor and I had to literally spoon feed my baby and give him sunlight because he wasn't feeling well because of the jaundice. And they told me, they didn't tell me. So I ended up, I didn't want to go back to that hospital because of that. <clears throat> so I went back to the same hospital and I drove out there and it was like, it was fine. It was during COVID. They took me a test. And they were like, uh, mom has to wait until your COVID test come back. I don't know why. She can't leave the hospital once, you know. Once they're in there. Once she's in there. And um, I was chilling. I went to sleep. And then they were like, okay, we're going to move you to labor and delivery now. They don't move you until your COVID test come back. They didn't move me. I don't know about any other place, but they didn't move me until my test came back. And then they uh, moved me up there. Were you already dilating? Yeah, I was already dilating. I was like maybe like four centimeters when I got to the hospital. And then it started getting worse. I kept feeling like I had the boobies. And I'm like, oh man, I can't even boo-boo like, but I'm in so much pain. And so I'm like, I'm ready for the epidural because I tried to get the epidural between like seven and eight centimeters. I was like, that's a good timing. So they they came in, they gave me the epidural. But when they gave me the epidural, they was giving it to me in my back. And I'm like, she's coming. Oh, I feel her. She's coming. So the nurse reached down and she's like, oh, she's crowning. And she was like, so the, the anesthesiologist who was in the back of me giving me the epidural, she was like, you have to stay still. I'm going to pull this out of you. Do not move. I'm like, you telling me not to move? My baby moving me. Like, Chris said, it's like, what y'all doing? What's going on? And she's still like this to this day. (laughs) She is coming out. So I'm like trying to be perfectly still because you can fuck your life up with the epidural, like messing with your spinal cord. So I'm trying to be perfectly still. She pulls the needle out. And she gives me a shot of something. 
But by the time I roll over and the doctor comes in, they like calling for my mama. They're like, good thing she walks slow. She go <laughs> So she turns around. By the time my mama get back, the doctor gets back. They're pulling the baby out. Christelle was like, there. Like I text Chris at 12:30. I text Christelle like 12:25. Like, I'm about to get the epidural. 12:30. I'm like, I had her. It was so quick, so quick. But I wasn't in so much, I wasn't in any pain. I was like doing things for her up. I was like, oh, I'm ready to leave. I can leave the hospital now. Let's go. I felt so good after having her. So both the boys, was Gabby's pregnancy diff- um, difficulty for you or is it easy? His pregnancy was so easy until the end. The only thing, because I was so tired, I was doubling up on coffee. Like I was drinking coffee, sweet tea. Like I was doing the most with the caffeine and it made him have a heart flutter. So by the end of my third trimester, I was like doing like you like every other day I was going to a doctor, a specialist, mm-hmm. and they were checking him. They thought he was going to be like 10 They were measuring him to be 11 pounds. So they were like, we're going to, no, I was like, well, so we're going to get induced because who's pushing out 11 pound baby? Who's doing that? Who? And how, and how big? Who? Yeah. How big was he? <laughs> he was eight pounds, three ounces. Was he your biggest baby? He was my biggest baby. Mr. was, I think, eight pounds something. I don't remember. But he was eight pounds too. They both were eight pound babies. Chrisette was seven, six. Chrisette was a smaller baby. Let me say that. I don't know how many pounds they were. Is that bad? That's kind of bad. Too. Yeah, I got three of them. Who knows that shit? I my mom, like all, me and Tracy were both four pounds. Four? Mm-hmm. I was actually late. I was two weeks late and I was still four pounds and they were afraid to have a big baby, but she always had little babies. Train me and she was four pounds. Oh, well, that don't really count. Then I was expecting to, but she was not like have a small baby too. But, but I was like, no, he's going to be a huge baby. He's going to be so big. You, got the, you know, you can't, you can't push him out. No, it's seven pounds, seven ounces, which was so crazy because his original due date was seven, seven. Oh, that's cute though. Mm-hmm. And oh. I had him on seven six twenty one. I thought I was gonna have little babies. I remember that's the first thing I said. I said, of course she would come out eight pounds and some. I think he was like eight too. Wrap this up, guys. Anything else you want to add to it, Chris? Because I feel like we're yeah. One thing I want to add for people who are pregnant now, don't listen to people tell you about their pregnancy and putting their projection on what they experience on yours. I've had three kids. Every, Every damn pregnancy was different. So I had one. Yeah, and it and was my experience was crazy. Right. So enjoy the journey. These damn, enjoy the journey. These damn kids grow up fast. They're only little for a little okay. bit. Do your research and speak up for yourself. That's one thing I definitely learned. And make sure whoever's with you can speak up on your behalf as well. Oh, yes. That for sure. Always make sure you have somebody that's going to be your accountability partner that's going to be there to talk to you and talk for you. Because when I couldn't breathe, mm-hmm. listen, thank God my mom was there. Wow. And I could have had preeclampsia, but I didn't. But um, 
they said I was going to, that's why I had no C-section because my sugar was so out of control my last couple of um, days. But definitely make sure you have somebody that's going to talk for you, advocate for you. Like Stephanie, my other best friend, she had a doula. And she said it was worth every dollar. Yeah, I think she searched, pick a doctor. You have a right. You don't have to go with the, what the doctors say. Do if your doctor is not agreeing with, you know, I mean, sometimes your birth plan is not going to be your birth plan. Like, listen, like- I, they tell you to feed a baby one ounce, two ounces. No, not my mother. Mama said no. He gonna let me know when he done eating. Yeah, that's how black people are. Black people with this shit. Let that baby know. Oh, two ounces, mom. No more than two ounces. Mom was like, we two ounces. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. <laughs> no drinking three ounces the yeah. second day. By the time we went home, he was four ounces. <laughs> yeah, Mister was the same way, like that too. And then they would be like, "Come wake him up!" No, we do not wake sleeping babies. He will wake up when he's hungry. It was stunt their growth. That's what Haitians say. It was stunt their growth. What, girl, we say people. That's how black people everywhere have the same. Like yeah, black people say the same thing. It was stunt their growth. No, let them sleeping baby sleep, Bella. But yeah. Y'all, and for the future mothers, mother is a beautiful thing. Don't be scared. Believe in yourself. Your body will tell you what you trust your body, trust your yes, yes. And I have what one, two, three pregnant people I know. Right now? Yeah. Dr. Brandon's um girlfriend's <laughs> pregnant. And I was about to call her baby mama. That is very disrespectful. <laughs> like that. Man, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'll be the love, but Chef Joe's, Chef Joe's girlfriend is pregnant, and his best friend's pregnant. So my three people that are pregnant right now. So shout out to them, and I pray they have a wonderful and safe pregnancy. And do what you want to do. Eat what you want to eat. Listen to your instinct. That's listen to your body. Your body was made for this. Thank you so much for watching. Please share, subscribe, like, do your church diligence, mm-hmm. and make sure you let somebody know. That's right. All right. Have mm-hmm. a wonderful evening. See y'all next week. Mm-hmm. Same time, same place, Saturday, one o'clock. Amen. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes part two. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching us. Uh, you guys have a great week. Bye. Thank you.